Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. We see dirty platforms, but what does that mean? That means we see people standing upon a stage who are performers. They're not standing upon an altar under a holy God and a covenant between them and Jesus Christ as a living sacrifice and a servant and a true messenger and ambassador of it is written. They are standing upon dirty platforms, speaking their own words with a watered-down version of a Bible, enlightening the severity of Almighty God because of fear of man and fear of famine. Jesus said they can't hate you because you don't tell them their ways are evil. And without the full message in the sword of the Lord coming forth from a altar containing a living sacrifice that knows the contract between God and his messengers, people do not come out of sin. How can people be saved from their sins by preachers that live in sin and have churches with dirty platforms? We need to take a really close look at this. But you know, for the most part, I see the United States, along with every other nation underneath the throne of God, going south. Deeper and deeper and deeper into sin. Deeper and deeper and deeper into iniquity. Deeper and deeper and deeper into deception as they are drawn away with the latest and the greatest upon a dirty platform, surrounded by people that are applauding their words, their performance, their gifts, and their talents. But these stages with performers performing are not altars with a living sacrifice. Apostle Paul said, I no longer live, but the life I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who died for me. A living sacrifice has come clean out of the world through the blood of Jesus, through the washing of the water of the word called the Bible on a daily basis where they bathe their brain and they renew their minds and their activities that flow as a result from their lives are holy, righteous activities. And when they mess up, they say, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of my trespass. A living sacrifice has left the demonic kingdom. A living sacrifice is a wise person full of holy wisdom which considers their soul their everlasting soul 
the most valuable asset they own. It's not their farm or their horse or their pigs or their cows or their chickens or their bucket list and their service which is not pleasing to the Lord in their place of convenience not where God placed them and assigned them upon the earth. We have to take a close look to understand the difference between a dirty platform with stages of performers with performance versus the altar of a living sacrifice that represents God as he is to humanity so humanity can rise in life inheriting their promised land inheriting their kingdom assignment inheriting rewards from Christ for their work and their labor at the judgment seat upon their exit you know Christ is very clear in the Bible faith without works that's your activities for him is dead let's state that one again faith oh I believe in God I believe in God but I have no works I have no fruit I have no product of my union with Christ to profit others as a living sacrifice where I decreased and he increased to help humanity rise when you help others rise cities rise nations rise in the mountains the seven mountains of dominion are filled with Christians ruling and reigning on top to bring others up out of the gutters of existence into the promised land into a healthy wholesome life of stability prosperity health and wholeness in every area of their life and upon their exit they are confident and assured of their time with Christ at the judgment seat for they have washed themselves in the blood of the lamb their sins have been removed they were transformed human beings called living sacrifices by the water of the word they prepared themselves it says the wife of the lamb has prepared herself they were transformed human beings they wouldn't perform on a stage they communicate as a living sacrifice unto others for their benefit to fully equip them for their rising their promised land their five crowns in heaven upon exit their blessings from Jesus Christ at the judgment seat the Bible is clear Hebrews 9 27 it is appointed to every man or woman or child once to die and then face judgment what will Christ say to you when you appear before him at the judgment you may have different responses to that question based on your biblical knowledge and literacy if you are 
not diligent in obeying Jesus Christ by living on not only smoothies and and uh, fruits and vegetables and nuts and organic material and in forsaking the word of God every day you will be in danger of losing your everlasting soul to God's sorrow and your eternal regret eternity is not a two-week vacation eternity is not where you get on a mothership and sail away with the rest of the Buddhists or New Age people eternity is a place where there's a real heaven for those who prepared themselves for it according to scripture and there is a real hell for the people that rejected the transformation and conversion process of Jesus Christ through the water and through the blood and through the spirit it says the Holy Spirit will completely sanctify us body soul and spirit John 17 17 says we are sanctified by the Word of God by the truth we are sanctified made clean made correct made specifically what we are to be made a living sacrifice that has crucified their flesh and their spirit rules over their flesh they're not flesh led people and they're not flesh driven people their minds are not on earthly sensual things but their minds are on heavenly things they live on purpose within the invisible kingdom of God upon the earth knowing the goodness and severity of God according to Romans chapter 11 verse 22 knowing the goodness and severity of God we're able to walk the straight and narrow path that Christ commands even Apostle Paul told us over and over and over he said I beat my body daily and I bring it into subjection I bring it under submission so that I myself after I've preached to the multitude am a cast away we need to keep our lives right in Jesus Christ and we know that faith without works is dead we're all supposed to be in union with Christ and from that union with Christ he tells us what to do if he is your Lord he's your boss and he's in charge of your life you are no longer your own you've been purchased with a price you do not belong to yourself you belong to Christ Christ says why do you call me Lord when you do not do what I say and many will stand in front of Christ and say yeah but Lord Lord I sang in the choir I went to church I had a farm I did this and I did that I gave away a few eggs and etc etc and he will say depart from me I never knew you you that work iniquity so we got to make sure that our lives are clean and we are working the works of Christ where he has commanded us to labor if God has asked you to be a United States Senator and you rebel against him and you go off and retire an early retirement somewhere 
Do you think that when you die in rebellion, you will be entered into heaven as a good and faithful servant? <laughs> Rebels do not enter heaven. Servants do. True family enters heaven. Who are my mother, my sister, my brother? Those that do the will of God. And yes, I understand perfectly the story of the thief. He never did anything right. The only thing that man did was sin. But he came clean before Christ. He said, I need forgiveness. And Christ forgave him. But he didn't live his whole life knowing that he could... He was going to do whatever he wanted to, and at the very end, he would skate in. That's a very scary place to live. The Bible is clear that when we live in sin, the only thing that we should be looking forward to is the expectation of judgment, which will devour the adversaries of the living God. You know, Leviticus 15.31 reads, Thus shall you separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, that they die not in their uncleanness when they defile my tabernacle that is among them. You know, we go to church, we think nothing of it. We have guest speakers that we don't even know what doctrine they believe in. There's so many different forms of Christianity. You have a form, but is it truth? We have so many different uh, doctrines, but is it the doctrine of Christ? We have so many different versions of grace, but is it true grace? True grace is Jesus helping you all the time in the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, helping you all the time do the right thing. That's grace. Grace doesn't give you a license and say, go on into the bar, have a few drinks, pick up a hooker, and uh, tomorrow morning, let's uh, do some Bible reading. That's not grace. We need to come clean before God. Let's read Leviticus 15:31 again. Thus shall you separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness. Separate in the Hebrew language is the word nazar, meaning to dedicate, to consecrate, to devote oneself, and to keep sacred. We ourselves are to be dedicated, consecrated, and devoted in keeping ourselves sacred unto God. If we're not going to keep ourselves separated unto God in dedication, consecration, devotion, and sacredness and holiness, how can we help others to come out and be separate as well from their uncleanness? We can't. But let's read on. Thus shall you separate the children of Israel from their uncleanness, that they die not in their uncleanness. Jesus constantly has told us from the very get-go, do not die in your sins. Come clean. The Bible is clear. He came to save us from our sins and to transform us into people of inheritance, both on the earth as servants, filling the seven mountains with beauty and wholeness, 
and we get the very wonderful reward in Job 36.11. It says, the people that serve and obey him will live their years and days in pleasures and prosperity. But those that don't, those that rebel against that, will be devoured by the sword. It's just like Isaiah 1, 19 and 20. If, if you're willing and obedient, Isaiah 1, 19 states, you will eat the good of the land. But then we have the other side of the coin, Isaiah 1, 20. But if you refuse and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword. Obedience wins and rebellion loses. Say that with me. Obedience wins and rebellion loses. And God, God's heart is for all of us to win. But in order to win, we must stay under Christ in obedience. It's not legalism. It's freedom from sin. When you're a slave of righteousness, as Paul says, you are free from being a servant of sin. That's what true freedom is, is we have made ourselves a slave to righteousness, as Paul says. And we have pushed away evil. And this is a daily choice. It says, choose you this day whom you will serve. Will you serve obedience to Christ or will you serve rebellion against Christ? And the, the, there's a war in the flesh and the spirit. The, the flesh wars against the spirit and the spirit wars against the flesh. And it says the carnal man, the carnal mind of man is enmity, hatred towards God. And when you're not in line with the scripture and your brain, your mind is not bathed and renewed in the word of God, you will be an enemy of the things of God. You will hate God and you will hate the straight and narrow path. But when you're in sync with Christ, you will love that life because in that life is purity, which leads to beauty, which leads to blessing, which leads to blessing others. We don't want to die in our sins and we don't want to be, uh, have a dirty platform with a stage of performing. We want to come clean before God and know that God is both good and severity, and he will devour his adversaries. This is who God is. He will bring the truth to you, and he will give you a space of time to repent. And if no repentance is there, no changing from sin to righteousness, he will act, and you will encounter his judgment. And often his judgment has caused death. And that is fatal. And we can see that in, throughout the Bible. And Ananias and Sapphira, uh, they didn't get a lecture and a slap on the hand from Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. They were killed right there in the church in front of everybody. And so Jesus states very matter-of-factly, Fear him. Fear my Father. Fear God which after he has killed the body can also throw your soul into hell. And yes, we need to stay in the love of God, but we also need to stay in the fear of God. It should be your right foot and your left foot. 
your right foot loving God and that close relationship and the left foot fearing God knowing he means what he says and we are not to play games with God's goodness but we are to stay in, in his love Jesus said remain in my love if you keep my commandments you will remain in my love these are the words of Jesus Christ and you may be like I was for years I went to church I read a watered-down version of the Bible and I lived the Christian life that I wanted to because I never heard the truth coming from an altar with a living sacrifice all the years I had in church I heard a performer on a stage on a dirty platform but I thought that what they said was true until 2020 or 2001 22 years ago God walked through my cottage walls to tell me the truth that if I didn't leave my life of sin if I did not leave my life of sin I would be eternally washed away in the sea of fire to his sorrow and to my everlasting regret in 22 years I have bathed myself in the Bible and researched and studied scripture and, and it's all there and I thought I can't believe the years that I spent living a dirty sinful Christian life and if my life would have been taken from the earth I would have been lowered into the chambers of Hades the netherworld the place right below us as you're maybe ice skating through New York City at Christmas it's beautiful isn't it but underneath that ice way below the bottom of the earth is a place called hell and there's people in there their souls went into hell you know your soul uh, is like it's the inside of you like if you ever had made a popsicle and say you had a popsicle mold of a girl and a boy and you pulled that popsicle out of its shell well the popsicle you pulled out of the shell is like the soul the spirit that descends into everlasting hell or it rises into eternal life and the shell is the body that is left behind to go into uh, the box that's lowered into the ground but the person's still alive they were lifted up into heaven if they came clean before God God I'm sorry please forgive me of all my sins and wash me and the blood of Jesus please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life I want to spend forever with you if you've never given your life to Christ say that with me now dear father I know I have sinned profusely across this earth and I ask you to forgive me of my sins and I ask you to wash away my sins and the only product that will wash away my sins which is the blood of Jesus Christ and I ask you to fill me full of the Holy Spirit the third person of the Trinity who will give me power to become a Christian to stay a Christian and to inherit eternal life you won't do this Christian life alone the Lord will be with you every step of the way and the Lord will require you to buy a Bible pick up a Bible go online and study the Bible 
and be transformed into a new creature by the renewing of your mind, by reading and studying the scriptures. When it says to do something, do it. When it says not to do something, don't do it. That's as simple as it gets. Okay? And this is what the Lord wants. But if we're not taking a very close look at our churches and who is preaching to us, and we just go along with the crowds because we do not pick up a Bible for ourselves and read it, we might be washed away in deception. I've never seen so much deception. As I look across the earth and all these denominations and all these fragmented buildings and all this garbage, that's the, the, the churches are full of people that are biblically illiterate. And if you remain in that condition and you remain under the preaching and teaching of dirty leaders that do not understand their requirements as a minister of the gospel, or they'll be damned worse than anybody, James 3.1 tells us over and over in scripture. There's no worse damnation than for a minister of the gospel to live an unclean life and to pollute others so that they die in their uncleanness. And they defile the tabernacle, defile the tabernacle of God. Defile in the Hebrew is the word tomei. It means to pollute with uncleanness. See, God is the purifier of hum human lives. He wants to purify you, wash you, make you into somebody that has confidence, somebody that has courage, somebody that has dignity, somebody that is honored, honorable person. He wants to make you someone he can set in the promised land and you won't lose it because you know the way, the truth, and the life. And then you'll be set out to help others to make it. Do you see? But if we don't come clean, we will be washed away in the sea of fire. So let's read Leviticus chapter 15, verse 31, one more time. Thus shall you separate, dedicate, consecrate, devote, keep sacred the children of Israel, the church, the people under your care, from their uncleanness, their sins and trespasses and iniquities, that they die not. God doesn't want to lose one. Jesus is very clear in John 6, 39. I do not want to lose one person. When they defile my tabernacle is when the people are lost, according to Leviticus chapter 15, verse 31. A defiled, polluted with uncleanness and sin tabernacle causes others to die in their iniquity. So let us come out of sins, let us get into the Bible for ourselves, and then we will know what's on the church altar when we go to church. And we will live according to what the Word of God says, not according to dirty platforms and places called churches where Christ is not king, but Satan rules. And that is in the Bible as well. Whereas it is called by Christ, these unclean temples called churches, a synagogue of Satan. 
So get into the word yourself. I like the King James Version. It's the closest thing to the original language. And you can dive into the concordance and dive into the meanings of the word, the original Greek and the original Hebrew. And I wish you a beautiful journey. Realeron International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Realeron today at www.realeron.org.